What does the future of streaming video games look like? How will it affect the gaming market? That and more coming up on this episode of Just Conversation. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and also this show, this this program, this uh stream, the streaming... Is that what streaming is? Is most enjoyable with a listening partner. So, so get your stream on and bring somebody to, to stream it with, and uh, you guys can 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 stream and uh, talk about it because uh, opinions and ideas, and uh, you stream it and enjoy it, and uh, you talk to each other, and then you're like, yeah, we, and then you we, talk to us about it. Yeah, you could hit us on socials and be like, we streamed your thing. We streamed it, and it was like, "Wow, we're streaming!" And it's like, "Yeah, this is, we're gonna be like, no shit, what bro. Exactly it's a new is era." Streaming. I don't that's know. not a video thing. Isn't everything that's digital streaming unless you I download it? Streaming, I guess, is when you're you're you're. It's not downloading. You didn't download it, but you are watching or listening. So is YouTube just streaming? Y- yes. So you don't re- download any of those videos. But you're on a browser. So you're not supposed to be on a browser? Where are you seeing these things? Hulu app? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I guess streaming is anything that you're you can watch or, or hear without downloading it. Yeah, so yeah, YouTube is streaming. Mm-hmm. It's a streaming service. It is a streaming service. It is? Oh shit. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Are we streaming? Is this being streamed? If they can hear us, yeah. Or if they download it. There's two choices, right? They yes, just they can either it. stream it or download it. What's your favorite thing to do? Yeah, let us know. It's so <laughs> relevant to us. Yes. I don't know how it would change anything. It would change everything. Yeah. It would change everything. It would take away the download if you don't like that. Yeah. You won't be able to download it. And if you have shitty internet connection, well, you should have been downloading it before. Yep. No, you should have told us that you downloaded. Yep. Yep. That's how it goes. Yep. What do you think of streaming for video games? Streaming for video games? That's... That's a new thing. This is going to be a complicated People love to one. stream Here's games. the thing. Streaming a movie is fine. There's no such thing as latency unless it buffers. And you you could probably get rid of that problem easily. For gaming, you got the time it takes for the game to get to your system. The time for you to react... So, so to you to receive what you saw, because it go, mm-hmm. it has to get from over there to your system, latency. From your system to you, latency. You got to process it, latency. You got to mm-hmm. react to it, latency. You have to input that reaction so that it gets back to the original server. Like, you can't play online games. You can't play online games. The but latency is, is going to be so crazy, and it might be fractions of a second, but that's enough. Mm, it'd be noticeable when you're in the zone especially if you're playing multiplayer on that yeah that's what i mean playing online oh yeah like what else are you gonna do online technically you it's can fully play online. regular games online now can't you like what 
Witcher. What do you mean online? Like that um YouTube thing. YouTube? Twitch. Google. The Google thing. Strava? Strava? NVIDIA? NVIDIA? Oh, I thought I started with or S. Stadia? I don't know. Their thing. Yeah, but that's not playing <laughs> online. I mean, that's technically that's online. It's streaming, though. It's streaming, yes. That's what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about multiplayer. It doesn't matter about that latency. You don't oh. have to react to somebody else. Yes. I mean, playing like multiplayer, essentially. It's going to be difficult. It would be nearly impossible because it's your latency and then them reacting to you as well. So it's everything I just said. Yes. And then when it gets to the other side, them reacting to all of that and then coming back to you and you reacting to all the device. It's like those couple of fractions of a second from each one eventually becomes like a whole second's worth of shit. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Just get, just download the game, man. Like Call of Duty would be hard. That is all reflex, split-second decision-making. But when it comes to streaming, you don't have to download, so at least playing Call of Duty would be easier because it's so huge. You can't. There's nothing to download, too. Like, the Stadia is entirely streaming. There is yeah. no downloading feature. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry about the size of a game. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. That's... So you could just stream Call of Duty, but also you can't fucking play Call of Duty because <laughs> you need to be able to react. Yes. Double-edged sword. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to deal with it. I wonder too, but it's too early, I guess, to know. That's why nobody wants yeah. to buy that thing. Then how will they fix it? They gotta... That's a good question. They gotta ride this out and have their own people use it. Working out the kinks and improving the software and working out the kinks and improving the software. That's the only way. There yeah. is a PlayStation and an Xbox both coming out that are digital only. So we're beyond discs at this point. Because that's also a latency. The game reading the disc. Yeah, but we're still downloading. Downloading, it's already in. So it's way less weight. Mm -hmm. You got fractions of a second cut, cut off. If you do the same thing for the streaming, add seconds is the problem. Because it has to come from elsewhere. Streaming is essentially a disc. Mm -hmm. Then what's the advantage? It's just that you don't have to waste your memory on it, then. That's the only advantage? That you don't have to waste your memory on it? Yeah, like, you don't have to download anything, so yes. you could have, like, millions of games if you felt yes, like... Yes, exactly, exactly. It would come down to the fact that we would essentially be... No longer would you buy a game. Okay, okay, I got a perfect example of how this already exists. We used to buy cassettes. Then we used to buy CDs. Yeah. Okay. Then we downloaded the songs onto iPods. Then we downloaded the songs onto our phones. Mm -hmm. Memory became an issue because we would download many, many, many songs. As songs got, as we could buy single songs without needing an album, we could select all the individual songs we wanted. Songs became abundant. We don't have room for our videos and our songs and our photos. Yeah. So then we came to streaming. But how are we going to stream it? That takes bandwidth a streaming platform comes to be. Their purpose dedicated to that, Apple Music. Apple Music. You could just get an unlimited amount of music in and that, right? all you do is subscribe to the service, and you have every song that's ever been made. So it makes sense for for music especially, I guess. Yes. Music is number one. You Movies. pay $10 a month, and you have every new album that comes out forever. Yeah. Without having to pay actual $10 per album. But do you still have to download it onto your You can thing? if you want to, but you, you can stream it. 
That's where unlimited data comes in. Oh, okay. You can buy unlimited data, and then you'll never have to worry about connection or about、mm. being around Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because your、it、data should work no matter what. Yes, because your data is already unlimited. Yeah. Hmm. Well, movies is not as great as music because you have that buffering problem. I hate the buffering. The buffering is so annoying. I don't know how people with live with that. Unlimited data. That's not a problem because technically everybody has unlimited data now. Your phone doesn't. Your phone doesn't like suddenly cut off. It decreases the amount. When you're dealing with that shitty amount, that's your unlimited high speed data removed. Yeah. But your every phone now comes with the standard shitty data. So like your 3G is all you get. Although there's 4G and everybody can pay for 4G, and that's what you're getting unlimited of. Okay. But if you don't pay for unlimited, your normal plan comes with this much on this much 4G, and then when it cancels out, now you just have 3G, and your 3G fucking sucks for the quality of current day things. Yeah. So you so need unlimited buffering. You get unlimited when you're streaming consistently. But then, it, but it doesn't work with video games, though. It does work with video games, except with music, you don't have to react to the music. With movies, you don't have to react to the movies. That's the problem. With games, it's、uh, fine so long as you're not playing online. That's where. Yes, that's a、ends. problem. If you're playing multiplayer online, you are so fucked. There's no way they fix that yet. You can play the game, like exploring the world of Witcher is fucking fine.、Mm-hmm. You don't need crazy reaction times. The game is only responding to you. So it should be fine. You、it、shouldn't should notice much yeah, from it. Yeah, there should be no latency. There should be no problems. It should be flawless. It、But、should be like, exactly the same. Playing Call of Duty that changes the thing. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. It should have a little latency, the way a disc used to have, versus having the game downloaded. But like it was. Insignificant. We could not tell the difference between the two. Yeah. But playing with somebody else, like in Call of Duty, and it's a split second decision that keeps you from being shot from being the shooter. That's a whole giant problem of its own. So I guess it depends on what type of gamer you are, really. Because if you don't care about le- like sucking in Call of Duty, but you want all the games ever. It's perfectly fine to just yeah. I think when it comes to, to、uh, couch co-op games and when it comes to single-player story-based games and RPGs and stuff like that, anything you can play alone or with everybody coming from the same system,、mm-hmm. you are going to have no problem. This is flawlessly great. And if you're paying ten dollars a month and you have access to every game that's ever been made. Like that's amazing. That、yeah. is truly, truly, truly impressive. That is exactly what music is doing. That's Netflix. Like you don't own every movie on Netflix. No, but you kind of do, as long as it's on Netflix.、Mm-hmm. As long as they own it, in as a way. long as they own it, and you're paying for their streaming service,、mm-hmm. you have an entire infinity of shit. Music streaming is the same way. You play, pay for the one fucking monthly fee, and you have millions of dollars worth of. Music to your disposal. Gaming, we've reached it. We've gotten there. Nevertheless, gaming did it faster than everything else. Music and film have been around forever. Gaming has not, and it already caught up. It's、yeah. quickly gonna overtake both music and film. Is gaming bigger yet? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like what's happening or what's been happening has, like,、yes. you can't watch movies the same way, or at least new movies. You can make. Games from a distance, 
and you can create CG films from a distance. Oh, but how's have there been new CG films? Where are those at? Well, they take a while to make. Yeah, that's the problem. And music also feels like it's been much more slower. New stuff hasn't been happening. I mean, they can do it. It's been happening, but probably not as much as it used to. Um, it depends on the musician, I guess. The collaborative process is dead, but the ability to make music, you're more creative when you have nothing else to do but your craft. Yeah. I guess it depends on the musician, too, and yeah, yeah all that. just the creativity of the individual. Mm-hmm. Some people need somebody else to bounce ideas off of, and they can't make shit. Yeah. But when it comes to gaming, it's possible to make a game at a distance. You can do this. But isn't it a team project to make a game? You can make <laughs> the game. What do you think? There's four people working on the same computer at the same moment. Like, wh- I don't know. What do you envision? Yes. They yes. obviously they're mm-hmm. on different computers. No. What's the difference between them being in a building on different computers and at home on different computers? If you mm. can, so long as you can talk to one another, yeah, you can just send somebody an email or call them real quick. Hey, man, this problem I got with the glitch and the doohickey. Can you solve it for me? And it's like, oh yeah, quickly. It's like, hey, man, I got those new skins for the thing. Now you get to see what it looks like and see if it fits the movement of the character. Like, you don't need to be there for that. You can just email each other. Yeah. I guess maybe people are more lazy or working at home, though. I wonder if that makes any difference. I also disagree. I think working at home comes with different categories of people. Some are more productive away from others, where those pressures are removed, but they yeah. are very diligent on their own. And some are way less productive with comfort presented to them. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a whole different world. Yeah, definitely. For everyone. Wow. But video games are ruling right now. Yeah, video games are ruling, especially with uh, Rockstar becoming a particularly powerhouse company on its own. Like creeping up to the big five, man. That's powerful. It's got the most sold, most used piece of media in all of existence GTA. GTA 5. There's still n- doing amazing. Yeah, there's nothing that has ever been used more. It is a money machine. It is the most profitable content ever. What about that cowboy game? Catching up very slowly. As they keep adding things, it keeps getting better. It's not producing anywhere near uh, GTA. And I doubt that's ever going to fucking happen. That is... You're talking that they have updates the size of entire whole other games. Yeah. Have they? I know in the next system, they're already planning for GTA, but did they say anything about Red Dead? I have no idea. I doubt they're going to abandon it. They're probably going to move it over, too. Oh, please. They not, did, I, or at least I don't remember if they did say something. I totally no, I did, don't I, remember. I don't remember them saying anything about that either. But I do think that they will be moving that over as well. They're, they're kind of closing this market and being the only two that are there. Another game I think is definitely going to be moving to the next generation is No Man's Sky. And I believe also Fallout uh, 76 are both going to continue to follow the GTA. Well, I guess not really No Man's Sky. Is good yet? I don't know. But I don't know that No Man's Sky has been, would be, say, following the format of GTA, considering they more or less started doing it around the same time. So they both kind of created the whole, here's an unlimited amount of free updates. I feel like people don't appreciate that. It's so crazy. What, in No Man's Sky? In both those games. Oh, no. I think, maybe not in No Man's Sky. 
as good as it is, like, it's a full game. Mm-hmm. GTA should be so expensive. It should be so it's gone. But people still complain. That's why I'm saying. Like, people don't appreciate the crazy amount of things they're getting. But people are spoiled individuals who don't know how to f- have fun. They want more. And there's literally nothing more than the more they've gotten. But they're so used to getting more. Oh my gosh. It's just being greedy. It's greed. Like, stop paying mind to those people because they are irrelevant. Those are just people who would complain no matter what. Ask them what game they do like. Go ahead. No, they're complaining about GTA. Okay, ask them what they do like. Fucking nothing. They're going to complain about everything equally. Mm, Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it's just people whose thing is to bitch. Those are the same assholes who jump online and are critics about things that other creatives have done. Meanwhile, what have you created to have a perspective at all on what creating is? Yeah. Fucking nothing. They created that rant. It feels like no game is good enough now, though. People complained about Death Stranding. People are complaining about Last of Us 2. Those, I don't understand. No, stop paying attention to those people. Those aren't people. Those aren't people. Those aren't people. The critics that are talking shit, because when you look at the truth, the truth, critics like it. It sells really well. It's just the people who have the loudest voices, the people who have, they they usually make audiences out of being outrageous and saying outrageous things that they yeah. stick to their guns and just keep doing that because that's how they got attention. Or they think they're going to get attention. Hmm. It's just the loud minority. Ignore the loud minority. They are useless, irrelevant garbage. They get off on bashing other people's creativity, but they're not creative. They've never made a fucking anything. They've never created a single fucking thing. Their job is to go out there and critique. It's the same people who critique music. Quite arguably three of the greatest musicians of all time. Hmm. We got Andre, Eminem, and Lil Wayne. Of course, I've never heard crap talked about Andre, but Eminem and Lil Wayne get shit for days. But not really. They outsell everybody. Critics love their fucking music. Who doesn't Except like them? so many people hate the them. The loud too. minority. Yeah. It's not so many people. It's not. Tell me what percentage of everybody listening are the ones who are talking shit. It's a percent of a percent of a percent of mm-hmm. a percent. It's such a small, insignificant number of people. It's nobody. They just happen to be the loud nobody. While there's the also mi- musicians that hate for no reason, I Yeah, guess. but there's also a bunch... They are also nobodies. Oh. That's exactly the problem. It's just the insignificant nobody. Of course, not everybody's for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you have the musicians that do hate, but how many musicians... Let's go back to Eminem. How many musicians respect Eminem versus how many hate? Okay, now yeah. you got an insignificant amount of haters versus an extreme wave of respect. Yeah, and there's people who feel both ways, though, that are, they hate him, but they respect him. <laughs> yeah, and it's, again, the, the true hate, just solid hate, none of the other stuff, is the minority, by, by great strides. Mm. People who hate GTA, why does it have the largest player base that continues to multiply? How does it continue to multiply? Because the haters aren't representative of fucking anything. It's just losers who get off on it. Yeah. It's just Twitter trolls and fucking assholes who have a fan base that expect them to do that. That's it. Mm. That's it. There's nothing more to it. They are irrelevant. That's that's essentially their job. Their job is to talk shit. They might like the game, but their job is to make noise and talk shit. But what about 76? Fallout 76. Do you think that hate is real? Well, when it's... 
obviously the majority, when the sales are shitty, when people are buying the game and then selling the game, when people are asking for refunds when they downloaded the game, you have legit hate. That the amount of hate is representative of the real amount of people involved Okay, then you in can it. tell that's actually a bad game. Yeah, you can actually tell in every case. Yeah. When people were complaining about Death Stranding, why did it keep selling? Because people complaining yeah, were just fun. idiots. It's just <laughs> the people with a microphone. Yeah. People without a microphone are now there talking shit. And if they had, they wouldn't. Because yeah. those are normally the people who wouldn't talk shit anyways. Yeah. But that game is amazing. That game is amazing. That game is amazing. Did you get to read that article about him? About what? A Kojima, them asking him if that, well, he felt about people thinking that he foretold the future with Death Stranding or whatever. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Why? What did it say? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't really believe that he he's a fortune teller or anything. He's just really into science fiction, and that's what science fiction does. It, it predicts the future. N- not f- It um takes in... Yeah, I guess, in a way, yeah. Yeah, science fiction predicts the future by, like, a lot. But, yeah. All we gotta think is Gene Roddenberry, and we don't need shit else this guy predicted shit 40 but years it's ahead of time because of the things that are already around it's 100%, not like a, like a, some type of magical prediction it's just yeah, it's using... looking at the numbers and like okay this looks like what's gonna happen yeah it's calculated guesses yes it's an educated guess there you go there you go yes that's more of what's going on yeah they use standing information they put it together what is the most likely most probable conclusion to this yes huh. so they're not magical Although they appear to be. Yeah, but a lot of people do things like this. It's uh, when you look at a lot of the best musicians, they do that heavily. They grab, a, well, not a, necessarily the best musicians, but musicians who whose expertise is social commentary, mm-hmm. where they're usually making fun of society or commenting on society or addressing these things. Like you could take a album from Rage Against the Machine 20 years ago. And it's still... And it seems like they were right. talking about this moment before it happened. And it's like, no, it's because they're fucking talking about things that happen in this kind of environment. So if you were to play now, I'm like, check it out, man. This was 20 years ago that this song, the, the song was made. They predicted the future. Yeah, they're like, whoa, <laughs> is this made for Trump? Or how did they know? Yeah. And it's just like, because their expertise is the commenting on current day events. So it's so the same thing with uh, Roddenberry and with Kojima who is one of the greatest game developers of all time. Now, there are few people who are as involved in what they do as he is, or people who are uh, experts to such a degree, which Hideo Kojima is one of them, Mm -hmm. but also uh, Miyamoto from Nintendo is another guy who has his hand up all his work ass. He is controlling every aspect of everything. How does he have time? I don't know. And it proves how good he is, because Nintendo can stand on its own product with its own games. And float for days. Yeah. There aren't many creators like that. Um, there are some movie creators that are like that, though. Think of, uh, it, ironically, it always comes down to like animation and things like that when you think of Miyazaki. Miyazaki? What about His him? films are unanimously considered masterpieces. Yes. All of them. All of them. All of them. They're all, how are you just pumping out masterpiece after masterpiece? All of them considered masterpieces, but he does not let anybody fuck with it. He hand draws his films. He's still drawing those things. That's overpowered. 
Whoa, how old is he? Probably old as fuck. He's been making movies for a while. Yeah. Him and the Nintendo guy. So Miyamoto. Old. Oh, yeah. But they are definitely way involved, and their work is considered the work of geniuses. They are masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Sento Kojima, his games are definitely considered Metal Gear Solid 4, man. Anybody who's into gaming, if you haven't played... If you like stories... If you like stories. Game. If you like stories, play that game. You will sit the fuck down randomly and just watch movies in the middle of that game. Oh. It's so good. Gameplay, good. Movies, good. That whole game is this crazy How product. How many movies are in that game? Like four. Oh my gosh. There's like four or five movies in that game. <laughs> now see, those games wouldn't struggle with something like Stadia or NVIDIA. Is NVIDIA the same thing? I don't know what the fuck the difference is in NVIDIA, but I know the Stadia is the streaming service. So if you had that game on NVIDIA, they would, all, all three of them would work perfectly fine. Yeah. There would be no, no problem. problem. You can enjoy those games perfectly. Especially part four. Hmm. But multiplayers, it, it's not, like, if you were playing Minecraft, that would be fine. That would be phenomenal. That would be great. See, that's fine. That's perfect. If, but you couldn't play like something like Need for Speed 2015. See the problem? Because yeah. it's so reflex-based that yeah. you might finish the race first, but not really. Because that fraction of a second that they were behind, they were actually in the front. Because the lag time didn't tell you that they hit oh. the fucking boost and passed you right at the end. That's a that problem. That could happen. What? So that same thing happens in Call of Duty. Who pulled the trigger first? If it was a split second apart, but a split second is, all, is the delay, mm -hmm. did you get cheated out of a kill? Yeah, so people who play those type of games, those multiplayer yeah, Fast-paced Twitch games that need to run at 60 frames per second and cannot dip, mm -hmm. and cannot have any kind of latency, those games will not work well. But like, Minecraft, great. No Man's Sky, you're not in like a crazy engaged thing. Like you could play No Man's Sky fine. It's not crazy fast pace. Yeah. So even No Man's Sky, even if you're playing with friends and stuff. Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mm. Elite Dangerous. There's no crazy fast pace anything happening. Yeah. What about GTA though? Grand Theft Auto, there's no crazy hype. It like you might be driving around. But if you're doing an important mission like sneaking into the casino. <laughs> Well, it's not crazy fast-paced the way that, like, Call of Duty is. Okay. That might be possible to do online. Mm. Because it is already a pretty slow-moving game. Yeah. So, mm. that, that fraction of a second isn't as dramatic there. Yeah. For some games, for, for different kinds of games, there, there will be a... I mean, it's weird. Because here's the thing. You know what didn't work before that streaming is going to make really good? What? Episodic gaming. What's episodic? That's the that's when chapter you... base or something? Yes. If you have a streaming service, it's going to give you every game that exists. Now, you can release a game in bits without a person having to buy every part. Because you already own every part. You just wait until so it comes just out. Be there. And yeah. now, like, oh shit, the next part came out. I can go play the next part. There's no money investment. There's no nothing. You're already invested in the story. Yeah. Episodic mm. gaming and streaming go hand in hand because you don't have to buy the fucking game. Mm. Now, the question is, will the Stadia be doing that? Is it a streaming service that you pay for the service or do you just pay for the game and stream the game? Huh. Because it's like the service, like iTunes, where you just subscribe to things and then it just pops up. 
What do you mean? Like you'd have a, I guess not that it has every game, but you have a list of games you're interested in, or companies and what their games are, and then it just that'd be weird because maybe only like one game from a company. Mm. Like it would have to be a service like Netflix. Yeah, where it's just all there. Yeah, we're already at the streaming point. The reason Stadia might not work is because they're probably going to make you pay per game. But if they make you pay and you just for get the all of it? service and you get all of it and the companies get money based on. Then it's totally worth it. Yeah, you got to understand. You can't be into shooters. If you're into shooters, if that's all you play. You could be into don't... shooters. You just can't be into multiplayer shooters. Yeah. Then, yes, those players should avoid that. Yeah. But my point being that if if it is beneficial for the companies, because it would work the same way that it works off of streaming, music, and movies, you get paid based on the amount. Think about it. The Stadia would get $10 a month from everybody who is subscribed. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to buy a new game. Maybe somebody buys one new game every couple of months, every... Six months, they buy one brand new game. That's $60 six months. They get all of those $60. They get $10 a month. Or maybe it's $20 a month. Whatever the charge what might be. What if it's just $60 a month? Because that's already a game. But if you're getting all the games for the price of one game, could totally that'd be, be $60 cool. a month. Regular so. bill. Then they just send that to whatever company's game is being played the most. They break it up evenly. So we get our cut. Let's say we get our 10 out of the $60 a month. We get our $10 a month from anybody who subscribed. That other remaining $50, we break it in equal percentage based on who's playing what. So GTA has 2% of the population, so 2% of those $50 always goes there. But this game has 0.001%. Okay, 1% of every $50 goes there. And then it looks small in the moment, but when you have millions of people subscribed, that's... Is that how it works, though? Yeah, that's mm. how streaming works. Like Netflix? Netflix, no. Netflix pays for their product ahead, and then they oh, put it on their thing. Okay. But, like, Apple does it that way. Musicians get paid per stream oh, and per download. Yeah. So, if Eminem has this many listens, their system tells them that's how many out of the whole is. So, you could okay. they, they probably have a computer system that ranks the amount of plays in a certain order. And then shows you the percentage and then assigns that percentage to the total money brought in after mm -hmm. they take out their cut. And so out of that whole pot of money, this much goes to Eminem every so often. Yeah. And that's how it's broken up. They get paid by streams. Okay. That's how it works. Okay. Yeah. So... so the better musician gets paid the most music or whatever's being streamed the most gets paid the most. And the gaming would work like that? The gaming would work like that. If you're paying for the service. Yeah. Because obviously Stadia won't go and pay for the whole game unless it's an exclusive. You know? Yeah. In which case, they don't have to do anything else. They paid the company ahead of time. And it's just their product. I wonder if they are going to have any exclusives. Because it doesn't seem like they are. But... It just seems like a different alternative for non-exclusives at the yeah. moment. Yeah. But if they do have the streaming service, companies will benefit. Yes. Because and and people can people will win. People are the winners in that exchange. Mm -hmm. Companies and people. Because if your game is good, more people are gonna play it, you're gonna get more money. But if your game is bad, people don't have to play it 
and they didn't pay any more. You didn't trick people. Yeah. You can no longer give a half-baked product because people will just not fucking play it. Yeah. I hope it's not something that you gotta buy the actual games. That would suck yeah. so much. Stadia has the capacity to fix the problems within the gaming industry if it works that way. If you have got to have... Because think about it. People were truly angry at uh, a Fallout 76. You had to buy Fallout 76 to find out that it sucked. Mm -hmm. But if it's just there and people try it quickly and then they stop playing it, you're no longer getting money. You depended on three years of revenue, about this much on average by this many players, and then a month in, people stopped playing. You don't get money. You wasted your product. That would have been nice. Yeah. But <laughs> if you pump out a GTA, you're bringing in that money because but, people keep playing. Yeah. But they're already doing that. Like, they definitely there's are. There's nothing stopping them from making money. But I'm saying it would be way more fair because people wouldn't be tricked by companies. Yes. Companies need a functional product. Call of Duty couldn't pull its bullshit. Mm -hmm. It could not. That $60 thing is so dumb. Yes, we need some... We don't, Why? Why? Why are we paying full price for games that aren't complete? Aren't yeah. full? That's... Yeah. It, it's, it's totally garbage. It's, a, it's just a way to rob people. Mm-hmm. It's definitely just a way to rob people, and I think that this technology has it has answers in it. It's just, will they, or will, are they going to be greedy? Pay us per game. Around? Oh my gosh. Pay us per game. And it's like, bro, you're streaming service. Yeah. It's a streaming service. It can't be like that. No way. Well, they, it's probably like that. Why can't it be like that? Because it's not EA. I don't know. Most people are EA. Yeah. Most people are like, whatever pays the bills. Mm-hmm. It's like, but what about the quality of your product? Fuck the quality of my product. I need money in my pocket. Yeah, but you're already a rich company. I don't care. I need more money. That's most people. Yeah. Which sucks, but what the fuck can we do about it? What really needs to happen is there needs to be a Netflix of gaming that comes through. PlayStation tried it with um PlayStation Now, but it was like you're selling old games. But you had to buy those games? Or that was actually... That's you get literally all of what them. it was. You get all the games that were there. Um... Well, it's a good start, I guess. Yes. Even if it's all just old games. Xbox yeah. does the same thing with the Game Pass. Is it all games, though? All the games that are on Xbox are on mm. the Game Pass. And then you don't have to buy the game. So what? long as you have the Game Pass. So someone's doing it, right? And it's Xbox? What? Yes. But depends on what games go on the Game Pass. Not all oh. games go on the Game Pass. No. So, like... Fallout 76 would have probably not allowed its game to be on Game Pass so that people have to buy the game because they knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a problem. If it's, it's just... All the games. Yeah. If it's just, this is what this is and anything that exists comes through here, now you have the challenge. Man. Call of Duty wouldn't survive in that atmosphere. It or could not. Because you're trying to trick every... They, they, don't, they didn't even buy the game, bro. This was free. They could just stop tomorrow. Everybody could just stop tomorrow. Hmm. Man, I hope one of these systems do that. It doesn't have to be... What was that? Streaming service? Stadia? Stadia, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that. It could just be PlayStation. I mean, I hope Stadia has this plan in mind. What are the current uh, uh, variations of this? What is, in fact, put, what is a Xbox Game Pass? Let's really 
Because I'm pretty sure the Xbox Game Pass is what we're talking about. Xbox Game Pass is a video game subscription service from Microsoft for use with the Xbox One console and Windows 10 described as Netflix for video games. The Xbox Game Pass grants users access to a catalog of games from a range of publishers for a single monthly subscription fee. Are Okay, are all Xbox games on Game Pass? Oh, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them, but not all of them. Mm. When That's is, the problem. Where's PlayStation's PlayStation? It's PlayStation Now. Oh, but you said that's only old games. Usually. It's, some games are newer, but they're not new, if that makes sense. PlayStation Now is a cloud gaming subscription service developed by Sony Interactive Entertainment. The service allows members to stream PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation 4 and PC. PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 4 games can be downloaded to play locally on PlayStation 4. I pick over 300 PS4 games. There are 4,000 PS4 games. There are what? There are over 4,000 PS4 games. And you get to play over 300 of them. Oh. Do you see the problem? Yeah. So it's not everything. Not a single one. And how did the Stadia work? Is the Stadia a subscription service? While Google intends to eventually have a backlog of free games included for your $10 monthly fee, Stadia is not primarily a subscription service. The subscription only includes a single game of a, as of today, Destiny 2. What? What? So, what? it's just to be able to use their streaming, but you still have to buy the game. Every single game. You buy every game. <sighs> no, thank you. No, so, thank you. That's, that's, what, that's where it's at. That's what it looks like. There are subscription services, but not one of them is actually the Netflix of it. No. Like, if you are a PlayStation, every game that's on your service should be streamable. It should be. Why not? Grr. Yeah, and this would change how the world of gaming works. Developers can't bullshit anymore. EA would be so on... They would be fucking in check. They Activision. They need to be... Uh, Activision would be in check. These companies... Bethesda used to be reliable, now garbage, would be in check. These companies could no longer bullshit. Yes. And they would rely on people playing their games to get paid. Not people buying their games and then being angry. That wouldn't be a thing. It requires people to continuously play your game. And if people don't continuously play your game, you don't get paid. You wasted your time making it. They need that. They so... We this, need that. Yeah. This would make everything high quality when it comes to gaming. Yes. Because the shitty ones aren't going to get money. They're not going to get attention. They're going to dissolve into the background. You have to be good. Yeah. So it, it's really cheating right now what they're doing. Yeah. Or and what they're allowed to do. Yeah. They're allowed to trick people into buying a crazy expensive package that people might not like. Yeah. Sometimes they even lie. Yeah. About what they're selling. They still sell it. It's, like, it's the problem is like the gaming market and the te gaming technology has gotten so big and powerful that it's also as, as money increases... The toxicity increases with it because people want money more than they want to deliver a product. It used to be we like making fun things for people. Mm -hmm. Now it's we like making money and the easiest way is to make something people think is fun. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Ah, but this way they can't do that. They can't put things in a game 
or say they're going to put things in a game and don't have those things in it. Exactly. If things you were to like do that, that and just... people would be angry, they don't own your game. They can just stop playing. Yes. That's it. They escaped. Yep. Their already monthly fee covered their trial of your game. And you failed. Your trial failed. They need an ex uh, Netflix thing. Yep. Net Somebody's eventually going to figure this out. Nintendo's going to do it. We're close. We're so close. Or maybe Nintendo has. Are you sure Nintendo hasn't done Nintendo it? Nintendo doesn't. They have it with their oh. own games, I think. I'm not sure. That's good enough. Good enough. For them, yes. But we're so close to this Netflix. We're right around the corner from gaming Netflix. The problem is that we don't know how big that corner is. It might be like a week from now. It might be 10 years down the line. But it's going to happen. We can see... Xbox says that they have it. They don't. <laughs> I know. We can see <laughs> that it's getting there. It's starting to rise. Everybody has a version of it, but they don't have full catalogs. They don't have a way to improve gaming as a whole. And whatever company does it first is going to crush it. Mm -hmm. They're going to crush it. And by obligation, every other company is going to have to jump on board in order to simply stay afloat. Because people are going to be like, I have, four, let's say PlayStation did it. I got four thousand plus games for sixty dollars a month ah. four thousand plus games sixty dollars a month i don't think they'll do it. oh that'd be so great and maybe they have uh different packages right so sixty dollars a month is the high price one that includes all triple a games as well as anything under it but maybe they have a forty dollar one and maybe that's mid-tier games. Maybe they have a $15 a month package and that you only get to play the indies. That's not bad. There's different tiers there. Yeah. You only get to play the indies? Well, guess what? Now all the indies are in the spotlight. That'll help them become the AAAs later. Yes. This will fix everything. What? Man, that's even a better idea. Yeah. What? Think about it. Indies. Kids who don't have that much money, but their parents are like, yeah, I'll get you the thing. It's only $15 a month. Yeah. And you get only games that are under $15 a month. But they're, those are indie games. You still have so many indie games. There's more indie games than anything else, yeah. isn't there? So. And then whatever indie game rises to the top. Like, if it began as an indie game, you're not allowed to take it off that list, though. Yeah. But, but they could, I guess, make their second game an EA... A triple A. Yeah. Or maybe it does make it off the list and it boosts up. Well, no, but then less people no. get to play it. Yeah. I guess because only the people paying for the full package get it. Yeah, so it should just be... It should stay where it is. And if they want to make a triple A next Fair year... Enough. So anything whatever. that starts at its respective tier stays there regardless of popularity. Yeah. Interesting. But like... A triple A will never come down because it began as a triple A. Mm -hmm. But uh, indie. But what if the triple A person? I mean, pe the developer wants their game to be played by everyone. What if they're not picking? No, well, this is what I mean. If you start somewhere, you don't go anywhere because the people playing who paying the full price, right? They can already play the indie games. Yeah. They can already play mid tier games or whatever. So it's totally fine. They're not missing out on anything. The people at the bottom simply can't play games that didn't start in that bracket. But the people in that bracket... Now, what if a developer wants everybody to be able to play their game? Yeah. Then they would get paid less, I guess? They get paid less? Because people who pay less are also playing that game. But there's more of them paying to play the game. 
So, That's a hard one, right? How do you solve yeah. this problem? <laughs> because it would be like the people who are paying more should have access to more. Hmm. Unless the developer specifically states otherwise. So I guess that subscription, where you, where your game lands, is the cut you're fighting for. So when you make a deal with a company, let's say PlayStation, yeah. you say, okay, so my game is going to be on $60 a month. Less people are going to play it, but I want more of the money that I get. So if more people play, I want a bigger cut out of the people who play my game. Versus if it's in the cheaper one, I get a smaller cut out of the people who play my game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're still getting per play. You're getting paid per play, but you're getting paid less per play if it's on a lower tier because more people can play it. But if it's a high tier game, then you're really competing with the big boys. And you're competing for big boy money. Mm -hmm. And your game, you got to be confident your game is up there to survive. Because if you're like, my game is worth those $60, I'm going to get a bigger cut of the pie, but your game doesn't float. So it really depends. Ah, oh, it's more trickier. Yeah, that way. it's uh, yeah, it makes it more competitive because your game has to be worth it if you're gonna be up there, or you're fighting for a smaller cut. Hmm. And you're gonna get a smaller cut. Yeah. It, it actually works in every possible way. This is a flawless fucking system. It is perfect. It would make all the companies within their respective brackets compete on an actual level. So GTA is making fire. Guess what, the rest of you AAA games? You need to step the fuck up, because you yes. got some competition. Mm-hmm. You're no longer playing. Like, Call of Duty is, like, bottom tier in this fucking thing. But they're still in the AAA. <laughs> I don't know if they would want to be. I think they'll probably aim for mid-tier. Hmm. They'll probably yeah. aim for the $40 bracket, which could still be played by the top-tier gamers. Yeah. Hmm. It works out for it everyone. Works out. It works it out. It works out. But, like, there's going to be few people up there in top tier of Call of Duty. If uh, GTA's hanging out up there, it's going to be a lot of Rockstar games just hanging out on top. But some random games are going to break out and make it to that level of money. Yeah. There's some indie games that are going to... But Journey. they're going to stay in indie, though. Like, Journey's still in indie. Journey, man. Well, here's the thing. If it breaks out, that doesn't mean anything. You financially climb up there. Yeah. But, like, no, it doesn't matter because the amount of people playing the game anyways, that would get you paid regardless if it's worth it. In the case of Call of Duty, right, if you sell yourself as a lower tier, yeah, you're going to get less cut, but more people are going to play it because you're not pretending you're worth fucking $60 a month. Mm -hmm. If Call of Duty was, like, $15 a month, that shit is worth it as fuck. That shit, Call of Duty became one of the best games in the world. For $15 a month? For $15 a month. Everyone's going to be playing. Everybody's going to play it. Yeah. But Call of Duty says, give us $60, and then we're going to charge you for a million other things. And it's like, nah, you ain't worth it. Yeah. GTA started at $60 a month, and it was there for like five years straight. And then it started dropping, but the content kept coming. Now you can get GTA for $15, and they'll give you a starter pack for those $15. Yes. That will put you on par with the people who've already been playing the game. And are filthy rich. Yeah. For $15 a month, it's a triple-A game. Bigger than any other triple-A game in history. Continuously providing triple-A content. Selling for $15 and charging you for nothing. That's why everybody's playing it. That's why, right there. It deserves to be the triple-A that it is. It behaves like an indie. 
allows everybody to play it and gives everybody everything for free. They could have just kept charging suit. They could have raised the price realistically. They could have been like, this game is worth $300 now. Or you gotta pay all the new things that come out. Or buy like all the new things. There's games. a million DLCs. Pay for all of them. But no. No. Nope. That would But so many other people do that. Have you seen Sims? Oh yeah, they everything sell everything. And it's like, so Sims many. is EA, dude. They're not even playing. That's particularly expensive. They'll sell you like a chair for like $15. It's like, nigga, this ain't a real chair. They won't I don't know. They treat it like it is. Yeah, like, it's dude. so annoying. Dude, this ain't a real chair. I can't put this in my real home. That's oh, so annoying. It's so annoying. They gotta do it free. It's not fair. All these things. How is including pets in your house? $15. Getting a job and playing that job? $15. Yep. New furniture? 15 more dollars. Yeah. Like, stop it. It's like, dude. You're like, like, what are shipping costs? Because I better be, like, seeing this physically at home. <laughs> They're better. UPS better be showing up. Because I'm getting aggravated. I feel like I paid for a $50 couch an actual $50. And I don't see this couch. It's ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me I went in a game and used my real hard-earned money paid $800 for a couch so my character could sit on it. It's like, why didn't I just buy a real couch? Yes. And then play the game while sitting on it. I don't know. Sims is ridiculous. It's EA, man. It's EA. They wouldn't be able to do this shit. They would not. No. So I advocate for the future of a, net, a true mm. Netflix of gaming where whatever game is on that console is Free. It's not free. Whatever game exists on that count console comes added on that streaming services cost. Yeah. Especially if you get those three tiers, that will allow people to opt into what they want, but their size of the audience changes. So if you've got a hardcore audience and you're not going to attract the low core people, you can go to the top tier and be like, I'm going to compete for that space. Or if you're like, well, we usually cheat people. Let's go for less. We get a <laughs> smaller cut, but more people will play it. And if we're good enough. Mm-hmm will get enough audience that that'll supplement the difference. Yeah, it works out. It works out out. for those people. Yeah, if you want to bullshit people, man, feel free. You'll get a bigger cut with a smaller audience. Mm. Because you know you're not going to have the the play. Fine, dude. It's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, we, like, GTA, can you imagine right now GTA decides, look, for other consoles that don't have the streaming service, we're $15 so uh, fair enough that's actually how they could do it they could just decide actual like if you were to buy the game outside of a streaming service that's the bracket we'd put you on there's the the 20 dollars or lower bracket there's a 20 to 40 dollar bracket there's a 40 to 60 dollar bracket and then there's a 60 and up a lot of games going the 60 and up a lot a lot a lot of games those are the triple a's or whatever yeah but also, like, are you going to keep charging that from now on? Because it should be like, right now you could go into a store and buy GTA for $15. You could physically buy a GTA disc for $15 and still play this and people keep buying the game. It just has not stopped. It's only gotten faster and more. Mm-hmm. People continue to buy the fuck out of that game. They're making their money. Undoubtedly. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so like... Uh-huh. 
Fallout decides we're going to release a $60 Fallout 76. Ow. The, after a couple of the streamers played and talked shit about it, nobody's going to go to the store and buy your game either. But you're in the $60 bracket because you sell your, do- your game for $60. Mm-hmm. And it's on the service according to what you normally sell the game. Yeah. So if you sell your game for $15, now you're serving a wider audience in the streaming service. But then whenever your game price changes, then it changes the position then. Because GTA was 60 Yes, it would change according to how you sell it. So more oh, people okay. could access it if you sell your game for less. So more people would opt into selling their game for less, assuming they're going to collect the audience. Yes, yes. This Netflix thing needs to happen. It needs to happen. It's the future of gaming. That is definitely the future of gaming. Interesting, interesting, interesting idea to have this thing happening. Mm-hmm. It was very fascinating. I dig it. Me too. It's pretty interesting. I did not think that, man... After really exercising it, that's really beneficial. I began this by like, I don't, I'm not a big fan because this began as like, it's probably not going to be great for multiplayer games, but there's so many other benefits. There and it's are not so even, many other, yeah. It's not even multiplayer specifically. It's like fast reflex. Yeah. Oh, wait, do they lose in this deal then? Because we've been just talking about streaming games and how great it is, but. Yes, they do. They do lose. They do. Because lose. it's harder to make that. If you can get rid of the latency, then you're fine. Yeah. I guess the trick is just being the sheep. If there's a range, yeah. be cheap with the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might not be as great as you think it is. <laughs> At least the streaming. Anyways, definitely a fascinating exercise into seeing what the future of uh, this streaming technology could be. Not just, I mean, I guess it is just streaming technology, different iterations of it and how it could look and what the benefits and downsides could be. Definitely, multiplayer gaming suffers when it comes to Twitch-based, like, fast reflex games, but yeah. multiplayer in general doesn't suffer. Minecraft, No Man's Sky, slower pace, GTAs, and things like that Pretty win. much every other game. Every other game. Story-based games dominate in that area. Yeah. Single-player games dominate in that area. Um, and ultimately, with streaming services that come from the fact that it's a streaming platform, if you have a subscription service that gives you a full catalog... You really end up with nothing but a fixed gaming economy where gamers don't get cheated. Developers have to meet real standards that they have to set for themselves because they're just not going to get the sales otherwise. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Now, we don't often talk about games here, but I do like that we exercised that. That's pretty awesome. And I hope uh, we'll probably revisit this in the future. Maybe we'll do a, a, a second part sometime after we see how these things evolve how maybe the next generation of consoles does, and if yes. they're going to be rolling out anything of this nature, we can yeah. see how that looks. Or they maybe, to, right? maybe we'll know. even try one of these <laughs> services ourselves and see. Mm. I myself am a, am a person who invests in games regularly. I like having short and long games alike. So perhaps testing one of these out and seeing if for a regular fee we have access to the same amount of things that we would normally play. Yeah, it sucks, sucks that. What was this? Stevia? Stadia? Stadia. Stadia, you only get one game free. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But we'll try out the PlayStation or the Xbox one or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys like this conversation and more things of this nature, of which there's probably not anything gaming. Like, we have brushed over gaming topics before, but never, like, settled on one. So it's probably not 
easy to find a gaming-related topic, but there are definitely breakdowns of other things you can find on here, and we'll probably do something else like this in the future, and you can find us on our socials to see clips and things related to that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustConvoPod. You can also find the podcast on the official website, GreatThoughts.info, and on Apple Podcasts. Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, and let someone who might like it know about it. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. Resident Evil here. I don't know. I just, I'm so excited because that whole thing with Chris, I want to know. What's if that Chris about? Redfield is the bad guy, I doubt it. If he really did kill his wife, I'm sure his wife is not who he thinks she is. His wife is infected in some manner, shape, or form. Yes. Or she's just, maybe she was working for the bad guys, but he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that, would he? Maybe she was Wesker in disguise. <laughs> then he would do it. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Good The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Nitrum and Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.